Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Rob Has a Podcast. I am Rob Sestadino, and we are getting ready to interview the latest person to take Survivor, David Murphy. Nicole, how are you doing this morning? Are you okay? I know you were very traumatized over all of the excitement last night with Philip. It was too much excitement too much. for you. Okay, so we are going to uh, talk with David, and uh, I, I'm being told right now that we have him on the line. Let's go ahead. Hey, Rob. Hey, David. What's going on? You are on with uh, Rob and Nicole. How you doing this morning, buddy? Hi, David. I'm doing. Hello. I'm doing pretty well. Thanks. How are you guys? <laughs> we're doing very good. good, David. We're excited to finally have the chance to speak with you on, on the show. Uh, you were yes. one of the more interesting people to watch this season. Although uh, I, I guess that's that's not saying too much because it's basically yeah, we had Boston Rob, Philip, you were there, and I don't know who else is on the show. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I think it pretty much stops there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, there's so much that we want to get through uh, with you. I guess uh, let let's start way back a, a few weeks back when uh, you guys made the decision to uh, get rid of Russell, and then it didn't really work out at the time. In the moment, in the like the sort of like the days after that, were you guys sort of saying that maybe you made a mistake there, or are you guys happy with that decision? Going back even a step further, I was reluctant with that move um, from the outset, but I didn't really have a whole lot of choice in the matter, simply because had I had I disagreed with the the alliance that I was in at the time, um, that would have just put me in a worse position. And seeing there was already uh, the seed of conflict. Uh, between me and the other members of the alliance, I couldn't really uh, do something to put me in an even worse position. Uh, going forward from that, I think everybody thought, you know, life is life is fine now that Russell's gone, and and they have their little, you know, happy happy uh, group of people there to sit around the campfire and tell stories to. But I was, you know, not overjoyed with the decision, and especially once we saw what the reward was. Uh, I was even less happy with the decision, but I was not in a position to uh, to further alienate myself. I hear that. Yeah. Now, at the time, did you consider voting with uh, with Stephanie and with Krista and with Russell and being the fourth person that they would have needed? I know you were you were teaming up with Stephanie at one point later on in the game. Uh, was that a possibility for you? Yeah, that was actually something that I had considered from from day one. Um, but it became apparent to me that the numbers were not going to be there. And I didn't think there was any way to persuade any of the other members of that core Zapatero alliance to go over to Russell's side. And given the uh, lack of any likelihood of success of that, I thought it would, again, alienate myself if I were to persuade, try and persuade any of them to go with me to join Russell. Uh, there was just so much animosity towards Russell from day one that, that any attempts I made uh, would have been, you know, essentially a, a fatal decision to me. Okay. Yeah. Um, what was it like when you got to Redemption Island with the other two guys? Did They didn't know that you were coming, and then uh, what was that like? That Were you there for a night? Yeah, I was, I was at Redemption Island for one night. It was, it was very odd because uh, – Neither of them expected a third person to show up, and I wasn't expecting two people to be there when we got there. So we were trying to figure out how exactly it was all going to play out. We didn't know if uh, you know they were going to have a you know three of us competing, or if it was just going to people were going to keep stacking up, and then you know there would only be one 
Redemption Island challenge and one person then that went back. We had no idea what was going to happen. Um, so it was definitely, uh, you know, a guessing game at that point in time. But you know, the atmosphere when I got there was, you know, it, it was pretty happy. Everybody was just kind of hanging out and goofing around, uh, trying to figure out what we had gotten into there. Yeah, just fun times. Three, three grown men, one tiny shelter. Hanging out in a bed. Yeah, yeah hanging out. <laughs> what are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, it, it was great. You know, we watched TV, we played a little cards, uh, had a couple of beers. You know. <laughs> Typical <laughs> evening. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so what about now? You guys, you guys merge, uh, and it seems like I've never seen this before. This is almost like uh, people who are uh, married but still legally married, but kind of separated. Where you're sleeping in different beds, you have your your yeah. own food. Uh, was there some sort of a decision made at some point, or you guys just got there and Rob is like, "Hey, this is how it's going down. You guys sleep over there. Oh. We're sleeping here." <laughs> it was it was never actually spoken. Um, the first night they, they showed a glimpse of it, that, uh, there was rain and only half the shelter could be covered by the tarp. And, you know, naturally they got under that part of it. And, uh, I actually, it may not have been the first night. It was one of the first nights there after the merge. Um, and it, it was, uh, you know, that's the way that played out. And then, you know, so we decided, well, you know, this, this area that we're sitting in right now is, is getting drenched. So we may as well build something that's a little bit drier and, it kind of started there and just spread to us eating separately, us keeping everything separate. I mean, they never, uh, they being the Ometepe members, were never too eager to share things with us, which made watching the whole rice situation last night that much more amusing because the second they needed to share something, it was, you know, it was the right way to do it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, when we wanted to, we wanted to use some of the blankets that they had or we wanted to get under the tarp, you know, that... That was there was no room for that because that was theirs, not ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is interesting. I've never seen this happen before on Survivor. I mean, it's always when you merge, you actually you mer- merge. You merge your stuff. <laughs> There's no two tribes. Uh, they just happen to live in the same place. Yeah, I think I think that's just an indication of just how much control Rob has right now. Um, he knew that if there were an opportunity created for any of them to make a move uh, in terms of, of, of allowing any of us in or joining with any of us, then he would possibly be in trouble because he saw what was done to Russell at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I think his decision to uh, get rid of Matt as the first move really hammered home um, to the members of his alliance that if they were to give any indication that they weren't trustworthy, that they could pretty much consider themselves the next one to go. Yeah. Did Zapatera, did you, were you guys resenting Rob at the time as being the one who's making the decisions or was it more of a overall, all of these guys are shutting us out? No, my resentment wasn't towards Rob whatsoever. My view of it was Rob was, you know, he was pulling off a pretty you know, incredible accomplishment in, in brainwashing them. My <laughs> resentment was my resentment was towards the people that weren't cognizant of what he was doing. You, I mean, Rob zombies. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, any of them sitting there have to wonder. Okay, if I were to be the one to make it to the end, and if I were sitting next to Rob, what would my chances of winning be? Or if I was sitting next to Philip, what would my chances of winning be? You can't look at it as, oh, you know, we're just happy that we're all here. 
No, no. It's a game you play to win. You don't play to see one of your friends win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. I tried to put myself in uh, the situation that you guys were in, and I was saying to myself, well, what would I do in, uh-huh. in this scenario? And I don't really know if there's a great answer. Did anybody try just to uh, suck up to Rob and try to get in? Like, hey, I'm with you guys. Screw Zapatera. I want I, I want to be with you guys. I did on more than one occasion, and he just kind of chuckled and laughed at me and, like, knew what I was trying yeah. to do. But, you know, he was like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I got no room for you. Sorry. I mean, it was, it was, it was not a, uh, you know, my, my attempts were not taken poorly, but he knew exactly what I was trying to do. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's talk about Philip a little bit. Yeah, we have to talk about Philip. <laughs> <laughs> now, you and Philip didn't exactly hit it off, but at least no. while you were there, there was some question of whether maybe could Philip have a strategy. Now, I feel like after last night's episode, I feel like that question seems to be resolved, and the answer is a resounding no. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> Philip does not have a strategy. Yeah. What was that, life yeah, like with Philip? Life, life with Philip. Um, as as you can probably imagine, was frustrating in the fact that trying to rationalize with irrational people is uh, uh, an exercise in futility. Mm-hmm. Um, right. He, he trying to. I mean, last night was the perfect example when Steve was laying down trying to say, you know, I don't want to share the rice container with you because that's yours. This is ours. That's the way it's been. That's the way it's going to be. And Philip decides that it's. Um, a racist remark that he called him crazy because whatever, you know, I, I'm not saying what goes on in Philip's head because I can't, but, um, and actually I'm pretty glad that I don't know what goes on in his head because it <laughs> seems a like a very uncomfortable place. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, he, he is just, he's the person that you've seen. And, uh, I can't begin to tell you, um, why that is, but, uh, I'm trying to be as politically correct as possible and not oh, call him. Well, I'm trying to not call. You know, I don't want to call him crazy and, and be accused of being a racist. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, so. yeah don't say the, don't say the c word. Yes, but yeah, he's uh, he, <laughs> he, he, he's, <laughs> he's unique. How about that? That's that's a good. What I wanted to know is uh, what happened to Philip's shirt last night at the tribal council. Should the yeah, Julie just, just, just because his shorts were gone doesn't mean he you know he can't wear a shirt. Well, Philip Philip likes his pink underwear a lot. He wore them around a lot and chose not to wear anything else more often than not. And um, you know, as far as I recall, he did have some other clothes, uh, but you know, the, the warrior in him needed to let everybody <laughs> see the whole Please package. package. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, when Philip's going and he's doing all this stuff, I mean, is there any sort of thing like uh where the people at home I feel like say like okay, this is all just shtick. Yeah. Like is is that happening in the moment while you guys are there? You're like, "Okay, Philip, here we like just letting him go or are are you buying what he's selling at that moment?" Well, I actually approached the other people in in Omotepe about you know, is this real or is this just, you know, fun and games to him? And I don't think they knew the answer. Mm-hmm. They had Ooh. seen, they had seen him go back and forth to, um, from being, you know, confrontational to them to being, you know, the, the lovable loser to then being this Indian reincarnated or whatever you'd like to call it now. <laughs> 
And and uh, I mean, there's there's been so many different faces that he's put on that I think they uh, they were equally as confused. And um, I don't know. It was it was uh, the thought definitely crossed my mind that he was this was his strategy. And if right it were if it were to be the way that he chose to play the game, then it may be a very brilliant strategy. But no, back in oh go ahead. I don't know that I don't know that anyone's entitled to that much credit for planning to be that crazy. <laughs> Absolutely <Yeah>. not. <laughs> uh, okay, so going back to Zapatera, who were you closest with in back in that original Zapatera six? Like who was who was the person that you had the most uh, strategically in common with? Uh, if anybody, the simple answer, the simple answer to that is no one. Um, it was interesting uh, in the way that it started because Sarita and I had initially made made an agreement to kind of work together. And then she kind of backpedaled on that and said, well, there's no individual alliance with us anymore, but I'm still willing to work with you within the six. And at that point, it was obvious to me that, you know, well, I'm not going to play that game. You know, if you if you make an agreement with me, you make an agreement with me, and then you change the terms of it later. Sorry, that's not going to fly with me. And that was the moment that I knew that, you know, she wasn't uh, playing the game well because she had no reason to tell me that. Mm-hmm. If she wanted to not have, an, a, a, you know, an individual alliance with me, uh, the best thing she could do is let me keep thinking it was there and then I would never have had an issue with her. But she came straight out and told me. And then, you know, the same way that uh, Matt confessed to Rob that he had reservations about, or probably not reservations, but he had uh, considered uh, flipping to the other tribe. I mean, hello, yeah. you're setting yourself up there. I mean, come on, give me, give me a break. You're not going to tell me that you don't trust me anymore. You don't trust me enough to align with me anymore and expect me to really like you and, and, and be willing to work with you. Right. Um, I, but in terms of, of the people that I was outside of strategy, it's kind of strange. Ralph and I got along very well, and uh, Ralph was actually the person that I spent the majority of time with just kind of hanging out and wandering around and uh you know you you couldn't find two people that are more opposite but you know the two of us Mm -hmm. got along very well yeah Uh, how's your rooster impression (laughs) Uh, you know i I haven't quite honed that one yet (laughs) uh i guess one one last question for you with the sarita tribal council as a viewer i felt like uh almost blindsided i thought you were going that episode they really uh were selling us that you were going but sarita ends up being the one going on. How'd you pull that off? Uh, I let her performance speak for itself. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't know how the merge was going to happen, and especially with the, the Redemption Island factor. I mean, we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know if Redemption Island was going to be something that ran to the end of the game. We didn't know. You know, we had no clue how it was playing out. And um, in hindsight... I think they were probably all regretting that they kept me uh, that night just because Sarita would have been an easy person to, you know, to keep around. Um, or, pardon me, to uh, she wouldn't have been a threat come the individual immunity challenges. But uh, mm-hmm. her performance in, in the challenges kind of spoke for itself. And then I didn't really try and do anything when we got back. I basically, uh, you know, made made my statement that, you know, you guys already – know what I've done and you know what she's done. And if you want to win, you know, 
if you want to go forward and, and, and try and keep or try and regain a numerical advantage, then you know what needs to happen. And that was about all I said to anybody. And, mm. uh, you know, Sarita's confidence, uh, that she was going to be kept around was, was amusing to me because she thought, and she tried to make the pitch that she does just as well as I do in, in, in the challenges. And, you know, I got right. out of that, but, uh, yeah, you know, that was well done. Yeah. That's There's part. nothing that needed to be said. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, I think that, you know, that's, that's, uh, her, her lack of anything kind of spoke for itself. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, David, thanks so much for uh, coming on with us. I have a feeling that, uh, come this finale, I have a feeling that uh, you maybe something memorable uh, with you in front of a jury. I could, I could see, I could see that uh, some cross examination. I think it's going to be it's good. Going to be good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you'll just have to wait and see what happens. I will. We, we we'll, we'll be waiting and we'll be seeing. Uh, David, thanks so much, buddy. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hey, Nicole, there you have it, David there Murphy. Is, there you have it. <laughs> so, you know, that was... Uh, that was good, yeah. It was good stuff. I wish he was still in the game, though. Uh, well, I felt like he was one of the people that could have shaken it up. That's what I was hoping for. Whereas, I know Julie, she's going to hide some shorts. And that's about it. But uh, if I'm not... I don't have the confidence that at least, even if it's not going to work, I feel like David has the chance to shake things up. Some of these other guys, uh, not so much. That's what I was holding on to. Holding on I to. I was it. holding on to it. Now we just have to hope that Phil, that Philip completely loses his mind more so. And which will happen. <laughs> which will happen. Which will happen. So that's good. Yes. But it's uh, you know I feel like there's a lot of things to talk about that are outrageous on this season with Philip, but I don't feel like there's a lot of strategy to be talked about on this season. And I like both things. I like uh-huh. I watched Survivor for two reasons. I want to see people who are crazy. Well, that too. Three reasons. (laughs) That too. (laughs) I want to see people who are crazy, but I also want to see good gameplay. And outside of Austin Rob, I feel like at this point, we're not really seeing it. Uh, I agree. That being said, we're going to keep watching. We're going to keep podcasting because we're good at talking about the crazy stuff. I feel like we can't say crazy anymore. Uh, I'm sorry. The, mm, well, what's what's the, the... Behavior, the behavior that is crazy. <laughs> yes, the behaviors, but that's not as, not as funny. Not as funny. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Philip. You really uh, messed up our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for screwing it up, buddy. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we are going to uh, let's get this posted. Okay. We're going to come back in a, in a few hours later tonight. With a surprise guest. <laughs> surprise to us. <laughs> <laughs> Could, be, could be a surprise to us. No, I have some. I have some names. I'm trying to. Uh, are you gonna pull out of a hat. No, not pulling out of the hat. That doesn't work out good for uh, Gary Busey. Mm-hmm. Pulling the things out of the hat. Yes. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I just got to confirm with people. I don't like to say uh, what it's going to be until I have a full confirmation that people get pissed. Yes. All right. So until later on, we will talk to you guys then. 